0: Love, talk, radio.
1: Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Robert Blake, Glorilla, Nicki Minaj, Mike Epps, G- Jenna Ortega, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages.
0: Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad.
1: Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Have you Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347 637-2656 637-2656 and press the number 1. Like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash that'sentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's entertain one That's T-H-A-T-S entertain. And the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. Stiletto like the shoe. S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T-Jones gives. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 47 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you once again for tuning in and joining me this afternoon. Uh, today it's Friday, um, March 10th. Uh, this is the that's entertainment. Online radio Friday edition of the show uh, We couldn't broadcast live on Wednesday So we decided to do a Friday edition Because it's so close to the Oscars being on Sunday And just a lot of things going on So how is everybody doing? Also speaking of Oscars um, Don't forget to uh, This weekend is daylight saving time So make sure you change the clocks forward This Sunday, March 12th, at 2 a.m. So once it hits 2 a.m., it's really 3 a.m., so you start to lose an hour. Also, we're going to be talking about um, how many of you guys saw a Chris Rock live Netflix special. Um, I'm going to give you my uh, personal opinion about it. Uh, It was called Chris Rock Selective Outrage. It premiered on Saturday on March 4th, and uh, he really hit back at Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. So um, if you have any comments about it, let me know. The call-in number, once again, is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number
0: 1.
1: This week, uh, oh, we just uh, got the news that we lost actor Robert Blake. Uh, We know him best as the um, from the hit TV show Beretta Uh, he died Thursday from uh, heart disease this is according to a statement that he was uh, that was released by his niece so we're going to be talking about him as well also uh, this week we're going to be uh, talking about the um, the concert that uh, rapper Glorilla and finesse two times had put on in Rochester and how the uh, fatal crowd surge that took place has now claimed a third victim. Yeah, has claimed a a third victim. Also this week, uh, Nicki Minaj has just announced on her latest episode of her radio show, Queen's Radio, that she's launching her own record label. That's right. And you'll be surprised of what, you know, she's saying that this is not just a label that's focusing on r&b music or rap i'll tell you what she's she's thinking about doing with the label also uh actor mike Epps had a loaded handgun uh inside his backpack when he tried to leave out a, a fly out of indianapolis uh last weekend i'll tell you what happened with him and uh jenna ortega might soon take on another iconic Tim Burton role. You know, he's the one, uh, he's uh, also in charge of her in the Netflix Wednesday series. So uh, he's one of the directors. So he is planning on working with her again. And uh, my girl Megan Thee Stallion is getting ready to return to the stage. That's right. She just announced she's going to be headlining a show this year uh in her hometown of Houston, Texas, I'll tell you more about that, and also Michael B. Jordan is in negotiation with Amazon for a creed universe. so let's get started. lots to cover uh, Robert Blake um you know him for such roles as Ber- uh, Beretta. Uh, he died. Uh, he yeah. He he died on um, th- Thursday. Actually, uh, he was uh, he he was eighty nine. Yeah, he died in his Los Angeles home. Uh, he died from heart disease, according to a statement released by his niece, uh, Noreen Austin. Uh, They said that he died at his home with family around him peacefully. Uh, He had long-term heart issues. Uh, He spent the last few years listening to jazz music and playing his guitar and watching classic movies. Uh, He was once hailed as one of the finest actors of his generation. He became better known as a defendant in a real-life murder story, more bizarre than any in which he acted. Uh, Blake went from acclaimed for his acting to Notori, Notori, uh, Notori when he was tried and acquitted uh, in the killing of his wife, Bonnie Lee Bakley, who died outside a, a, a Studio City restaurant on May 4, 2001. Now, Blake was arrested and charged with one count of murder with special circumstances, two count of solicitation of murder, and one count of conspiracy to commit murder nearly one year after Bakley was killed outside of a Vitello Italian restaurant. Now, Bakley was discovered in her car with a gunshot wound to her head. He pleaded, Blake pleaded not guilty. In a 2002 interview with the Associated Press while he was jail awaiting trial, he bemoaned the change in his status with his fans nationwide, and he said, quote, it hurts because America is the only family I had, unquote. Now, after nearly one year behind bars, Blake was released from jail after posting $1.5 million in bail and placed under house arrest. His criminal trial began in December of 2004, and he was... Adamant that he had not killed his wife, and a jury found Blake not guilty of the murder in the March of 2005. And months after he was acquitted, a civil jury found him liable for her death and ordered Blake to pay Bagley family thirty million dollars for her wrongful death. A judgment that sent him into bankruptcy. Blake, whose full name was Michael Jane uh, Gubatosi, was born in New Jersey. Uh, Blake uh, found fame at a young age as a child actor in the R-Gang comedies, uh, best known as The Little Rascals. He appeared in dozens of the Red Rider Western films, and he had roles on The Big Noise, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, and The Black Rose. Um... As an adult, he was praised uh, for his portrayal of real-life murderer Perry Smith in the movie of Truman Capote's In Cold Blood. In 1975 to 1978, he starred in the TV police series Beretta. Beretta, an unconventional detective, used the catchphrase, quote, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. And uh, his last credit was in the David Lynch thriller, Lost Highway, where he starred alongside Bill Polden, uh, Patricia Arquette, and Henry Rollins. He published an autobiography in 2012 titled, Tales of a Rascal, What I Did for Love. And in 2018, Blake filed for divorce from his third wife, Pamela Hudak. So, um, yeah, Blake, uh, Robert Blake, passed away at the age of uh, 89. Yep, passed away. Uh, Also, um, this week, uh, the death toll from uh, Glow Riller, the Raptress, and Finesse Two Times concert at Rochester Main Street Armory in Rochester, New York has raised. The fatal crowd surge that took place at the hip-hop star's recent show has claimed its third victim. On Thursday, March 9, the Rochester Police Department announced that the remaining hospitalized victim died Wednesday evening. Official revealed that the, uh, the concertgoer, who was in critical condition on Tuesday, was a 35-year-old by the name of Aisha Stevens of Syracuse, New York. And prior to this, two other women, Rhodesia Belton, thirty three of Buffalo and Brandy Miller, thirty five of Rochester, died as a result of the stampede that might have been triggered by unfolded fears of gunfire. Meanwhile, nine others suffered injuries. Uh, in related news, it's reported that the city shut down the venue as it refused to renew the venue's entertainment license on Wednesday. And in addition to an ongoing police investigation, Patrick uh, Beef, the uh, city's deputy corporation counsel, said Friday uh, said uh, that fire and the code enforcement authorities are inspecting the building and they're reviewing photos and videos from the concert to determine if there were any violations. And during a news brief on Monday, police chief David M. Smith said that Glorilla and Finesse had uh, finished performing on Sunday night at the Rochester Main Street Armory, where police exit the venue just after 11 p.m. began to surge dangerously. And in the wake of the tragedy, Glow took to her Twitter account to address the matter. She said, quote, I am devastated and heartbroken over the tragic death that happened after Sunday's show. My fans mean the world to me, praying for their families and for a speedy recovery of everyone affected. The Tomorrow FMC. that's what she wrote. And as for Finesse, he clapped back at people who blamed him for the incident. He said, quote, it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. That's what he told TMZ, quoting lyrics from the single Back End. He continued saying, quote, when it goes on anywhere else, don't nobody get blamed. When it goes on at my show, I get blamed, unquote. He concluded by offering condolences to the victims of the tragedies. Um, This is starting to become an oncoming uh, event because a lot of these concerts, uh, people are getting stampede, some people are fainting, some people are just in distress, and it's getting bad. I mean, I mean, you, you, you're you paying all this money to come to these concerts, and the last thing you expect is to die while attending these concerts or getting run over or getting trampled to death or, or you know, that kind of thing. So it's I don't know. They're going to have to start, I don't know, changing maybe the crowd control or, you know, maybe send it up where, you know, n- when it comes to different sections of the venue, only a certain amount of people, you know, have to be in this spot or the others. It's getting really bad out here. Um, right now we have here 14 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. It is the Friday edition, and uh, usually we broadcast live on Wednesday afternoon, but the, we were unable to broadcast Wednesday so we decided to do a Friday edition and uh, if this is your first time tuning into Death Entertainment regardless uh this is our like 12, 13 year plus years Here on Blog Talk Radio So if this is your first time tuning in Welcome uh, That's Entertainment is here To give you the latest Of what's going on in the world Of entertainment And if you like the show And you want to know more about it Make sure you click on the follow up button On top of the show page And that way it will send you a reminder When I broadcast live uh, Also make sure you like us on Facebook Go to facebook.com That's radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's entertain 1 and you can follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, that's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And then number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. that's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Um, this is Oscar weekend, and uh, everybody's talking about what happened one year ago at the Oscars when Chris Rock got famously slapped by actor Will Smith. Because he had said some uh some very um not too kind things about jada pickett hair or head and uh, will wasn't having it at first it was it started out it was they it was it started out as a joke and they were seen, Will was seen laughing, but uh, it just t- turned left. And you know, I don't need to explain to you guys what happened after that, but you know what happened. So uh, Chris Rock, one year later, decided to address it on his live Netflix special uh, this uh, past uh, Saturday, March 4th. Uh, he called it Chris Rock Selected Outrage. And he really went in. As a matter of fact, he spent the last... 15 minutes, I think the last 15 or 10 minutes of his stand-up talking about it. I mean, he talked about other things like um, how many abortions he paid for, which I didn't think that was funny. Uh, he talked about um, how uh, uh, privileged uh, his daughter is when it comes to the school that she went to. and Yeah. Um, You know, the thing about Chris Rock, um, and a lot of people are saying this, that Chris Rock has not really been funny since uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. And I have to agree because he – it's like he kind of lost his edge a little bit because – some of the things that he was talking about Wasn't really that funny I mean he talked about Meghan Markle Didn't know that the royal family was racist He talked about the Kardashians And um, But then again He went in that last 10 minutes Talking about Will Smith And how um, He got smacked And um, and people asked him Did it hurt And he said Yeah it still hurt And um, he talked about how Will had played Muhammad Ali and while he played uh, Pookie in New Jack City. So, you know, he's talking about the size difference between him and Will. And then he made reference to Jada Pickett Smith' entanglement with August Alsina, the uh, R&B artist, which we'll, there's a story about him later on in the show. And he joked about how... Um, they were calling Will the B-word because he didn't handle it, the affair or how he let Jada have this affair, alleged affair. I don't know. I, I just, I didn't like it. I did not like it, especially I didn't like where he just called out her that Jada Pickett-Smith didn't really have anything to do with it, um, but it was a part of it, and he felt that he had to put her on blast. Calling her the B word—that that, that really wasn't necessary. So, I don't know. What what is your guys' opinion? Do you guys see it? Let me know. Give me a call. Tell me what you thought of it. The call number is three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Again, that's three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Uh, Nicki Minaj announced on the latest episode of Queen's Radio that she is launching her own record label. On Friday, um, Nicki had revealed that while the name of her label would be unveiled later, her artists are in good hands. The Queen's Rapper disclosed that her current roster include uh, Nana Fafi, Tate Kobang, Rico Dana, and London Hill. Nikki also revealed that longtime affiliate Patty Lauren, also known as Patty Duke, will be her label A&R. The MC also noted that she was communicating with Republic Records' co-president, Wendy Goldstein, who was uh, instrumental in getting Nikki to make her announcement live on air and nikki who dropped her first tune uh, no i'm sorry who dropped her first tune of 2023 called red ruby the Sleeves" last week has vowed to help launch the careers of artists from a wide range of genres she said quote don't think my label is just rap or black or anything we got some other genres of music unquote okay nikki i'm curious to see what her roster is going to look like and what kind of genres they're going to be uh, coming from. Uh, actor Mike Epps had a loaded handgun inside his backpack as he tried to travel out of Indianapolis International Airport over the weekend, prompting federal agents to seize the weapon. Uh, Epps, who was not arrested, told the Transportation Security Administration during the incident Sunday that he forgot the Smith & Wesson 38 caliber pistol was inside his bag. That's according to airport police. The Marion County Prosecutor's Office will review whether to charge the 52-year-old Epps, who is from Indianapolis. It was not immediately known where Epps was traveling Sunday or if he was alone. He has not publicly commented on the incident. Ebb's currently starred as the family patriarch on the Netflix sitcom The Upshaws and is known for uh, the early 2000 comedy films such as Next Friday and Friday After Next. He also appeared in multiple uh, Resident Evil and The Hangover movies and was cast in the Marvel film Madam Web, which is due out next February. The TSA confiscated 6,542 guns at U.S. airports in 2022, the most of any year ever. Jenna Ortega may soon take on another iconic Tim Burton role. On Thursday, multiple outlets reported that Ortega, who is now 20, is in talks to star in Warner Bros. upcoming Beetlejuice sequel. According to the Hollywood Reporter Scream, six actress Ortega, a potential role in the film, would see her play the daughter of Winona Ryder's Lydia, one of the main characters in the original 1988 movie. Ryder, who is now 51, co-star alongside Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Catherine O'Hara, Jeffrey Jones, Glenn Shattuck, and Michael Keaton in Beetlejuice, which followed a malicious spirit named Beetlejuice, which was played by Keaton who helped a recently deceased couple drive out an unbearable family who moved into their home. Ortega's uh, casting could reportedly reunite her with Wednesday director Burton, who the outlet reported is expected to return for the Beetlejuice follow-up. Now, Keaton is also expected to return in the film as Beetlejuice, with production expected to start in London in either May or June, and this is according to THR. Efforts to make a sequel in the original 1988 Beetlejuice date back at least a decade, and in 2011, Deadline reported that producers David Kassenberg and Seth Graham Smith had signed with Warner Brothers and aimed to create a Beetlejuice follow-up. Director Burton, as well as Keaton and Ryder, each expressed interest in making a sequel at different times throughout the 2010s. And the anticipation for Megan The Stallion to return to the state is at an all-time high, as she just announced her first headlining show of the year. The Houston hottie will return to her hometown as part of the AT&T block party happening during the 2023 NCAA March Madness Music Festival. I'm sorry, NCAA, yeah. NCAA. The three-day event held from March 31st to April 2nd will go down as Houston Discovery Green Park. Um, They said that on the second day of the festival, Little Nas X will take the stage, followed by a host of country musicians on the third. The AT&T Block Party will be Meg's first live performance since 2022, but also be her first show in Houston since 2019. Fans can expect to see uh, Megan perform hits from her second studio album, Trauma Zine, which drops in August of 2022 among others. Amid her ongoing success, Megan's legal woes have continued to be the forefront of her career. Singer rapper Tori Lanes was recently found guilty of shooting her in the foot during an altercation dating back to July of 2020. Lanes will be sentenced in April. Fans can get tickets to see Megan Thee Stallion take over the AT&T block party via NCAA official site. Michael B. Jordan is in negotiation with Amazon for a Creed universe. The 36-year-old actor is reportedly holding conversation with the studio about capitalizing on the popularity of the Rocky spinoff franchise, although details are scarce about which projects are being discussed. After recently acquiring MGM, Amazon is hoping to develop both films and TV projects in the series, which starred Jordan as boxer Adonis Donnie Creed. Creed III has had a successful opening at the box office and set a franchise record with its $58.7 million debut is the first movie in the franchise that does not feature Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa. A Drago spinoff movie is in development at MGM that will center on Rocky's Russian foe Ivan Drago uh, and his son Victor Drago, who was introduced in Creed II. And Frank Sinatra Life Story is being adopted, adapted for a stage musical. Sinatra the Musical is scheduled to premiere at Birmingham Rep later this year, and it's the first production of its kind to be authorized by the legendary crooner's estate with the Fly Me to the Moon singer-daughter, Tina, delighted to be involved with the show. A synopsis for the production uh, it it will begin uh, begin on New Year's Eve, 1942, where a skinny 27-year-old Italian-American singer is gearing up for a performance at New York's Paramount Theater that will change music history. And uh, as Frank Sinatra's career suddenly skyrockets, he struggled with uh, balancing the love of his wife, Nancy, against the demands and temptations of being the most popular singer in in America. Joe DiPietro has written the book and promised he has created a story about the My Way singer who died in 1998 at the age of 82 that will be unexpected and thrilling. Wow. And... Um, The musical, which is also being produced by Michelle Anthony, Bruce Rezikoff, and Scott Landis for Universal Music Group Theatrical, will open on September 23rd and run until October 28th with its debut coinciding with the 70th anniversary of Sinatra 1953 UK tour. Tickets are now on sale at (coughs) birmingham-rep.co.uk.
0: Excuse me.
1: That's birmingham. Hyphen rep R-E-P Dot co C-O Dot U-K Right now We have here uh, 27 minutes After the hour Coming up We're going to be Talking about um, Nick Cannon And Kevin Hart They have unveiled A new show uh, Called Celebrity Prank Wars Uh, The pair Will co-host The series And it's set to debut next month. I'll tell you more about it. And three RV faves are coming to a small screen near you. I'll tell you who the artists are. And Gary Glitter, uh, Fall from Grace, will be displayed on a new Netflix documentary series following his release from prison. And Billy Porter is planning to strike a new pose this spring, but he wants his fans to manage their expectations accordingly. And uh, Kurt Franklin has ranked number one on the Billboard Gospel Songwriting Chart for an unprecedented 100 weeks. I'll tell you about his milestone. And RV and crew and Miguel recently chatted with Apple Music about the resurgence of his 2010 romantic hit, Sure Things. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere.
0: You. I know you can't get these party promoters off of you But tell me, would you slide for me if I call for you? Hop in the shower, let me wash that club off of you And I got some cold games for that Cosmigos I know that tequila, aggravated can all the ego And that little body that you got is like a cheat code You a sweetheart, but I know that you a freak, though I know you at the club, sipping Cleco rapping to that dirty Durkio, but you know I know that you a geek, though I know that you watch anime, I know you'd rather be home I know you had a emo phase and you had a ringtone Life. Yes, I have and I'm growing impatient Growing up, I used to go in the basement Now I'm grown and we on the top, so it's amazing Penthouse, NASA, I'll show you what spaces. First, second, third, I can show you the bases. I don't have to say shit, cause I feel like you know what I'm thinking I wanna know how she know And I keep my mind She gets me every time I know you're
1: The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host
0: Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio.
1: Right now we got twenty-seven minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Chris Brown featuring Jack Harlow and Psychic. Well, uh, James Vanderbeek the actor. He's in talk to join the comedy Rock the Boat. The Dawson Creek alum is in negotiation to portray a boy band member in the upcoming flick, which also starred Rebel Wilson and Leslie Mann. Now, Netflix is looking for 90 mainstays for the band role to give the film extra uh, resonance and fun, according to The Hollywood Reporter, and the 46-year-old actor is the perfect match as one of the heartthrobs of Dawson Creek. Now, Rebel and Leslie already signed up for the feature in the film that will be directed by Luke Greenfield. The movie is a female-driven comedy that's inspired by the real-life phenomenon of boy bands such as Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block. The flick follows four best friends from high school who were assessed obsessed with a famous boy band back in the 90s. The band announces a reunion tour aboard a cruise ship 20 years later, and the four women reunite for the ride of their lives as they try to recapture who they were and who they always wanted to be. As they sail with the boy band, teen idols, and other superfans, friendships are tested, alliances are formed, and bad decisions are made. Meanwhile, Reba is the star alongside Charles Melton in the road trip comedy K-Pop Lost in America. The plot follows a breaking K-Pop group that find themselves mistakenly stranded in Waco, Texas just days before the American debut at Madison Square Garden. Left with no phones, no money, and no transportation, the group must overcome their differences and a host of crazy obstacles to make it to New York City. Along the way, they learn to love Texas, and Texas learns to love them back. These sound like some really funny movies. I can't wait to see it. And you know, Rev, uh, uh, Rebel Wilson, she, she's funny. I think these going to be some good ones. Can't wait to see it. Uh, Reggie uh, John Page, uh, Morgan Freeman, and uh, Kevin Wilmot are working on a Muhammad Ali television series for Peacock, uh, according to Variety. It's called Excellent Eight Fights. The eight-part script drama will chronicle the life of the boxing legend and is based on Jonathan's exemplary biography called Ali, A Life. Paige, Freeman, and Wilmot are all linked to the upcoming project as executive producers along with Emily Brown and Lori McCreary for Revelations Entertainment. In addition, uh, Egg will serve as uh, uh, serve as this uh, project producer in tandem with CBS Studios and UCP. Uh, the show synopsis details the drama as a series dedicated to covering Ali's defining moments, or I, I guess you can say his eight defining moments as a fighter. Uh, in other news, regarding the legendary boxer, the civil rights pioneer' life story will be adapted into a musical called Ali. This is according to Deadline. Lonnie Ali, the boxer's widow, gave the show's composer, Teddy Abrams, permission to adopt Ali's life into a musical production. Deputy Artistic Director of London National Theater, Clint Dyer, and producer Richard Willis are also set to work on the theater project. The trio, consisting of two white men and one black man, is planning to bring in more black voices to amplify the authentic African-American voice of Ali's story. And Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon have unveiled their new show, Celebrity Prank Wars. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the pair will co-host the series, which is set to debut on April 6, 2023 on E! Now, Cannon and Hart will take their friendly feud to new heights as the series air episodes with guest celebrities planning and perpetrating some of the wildest and most viral pranks on each other. And as the season progresses... Each prank will grow increasingly more elaborate than the next, with the co-hosts coming together to determine a winner at the end of each episode. Celebrity prank Wars will include appearances from Tiffany Haddish, Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, Lil Duval, Big E, Fantasia, Lil John, Ludacris, Taraji P. Henson, Joe McHale, Killer Mike, Chance the Rapper, T-Pain, Robin Thicke, T.I., Anthony Anderson, and Xavier Woods. CPW was initially teased on Tuesday This past Tuesday, March 7 When the duo dropped a teaser for Who's Having My Baby A sketch that featured Key as the game show host Introduced contestants who want to have Nick's baby As the clip went viral It sent social media through a bout of confusion With outlets unsurely reporting on Who's Having My Baby As an upcoming TV show that's going to be good. You know, I, you, there haven't been a, a prank show since um, Ashton Cusher. Remember when he had his uh, uh, his celebrity prank show on MTV? So this is probably going to be funny as heck. Because <laughs> you know when Nick Cannon and, and Kevin Hart, because, you know, they the, the two worked on um, The Real Husbands of Hollywood, and that was hilarious. So I can imagine what they're going to be putting these uh, some of their celebrity friends through. Uh, three R&B faves, and I'm excited about this one as well, are coming to a small screen near you thanks to A&E and Lifetime. Janet Jackson's back. Following her acclaimed four-part uh, docuseries from last year, Lifetime and A&E has announced a new documentary that follows the Pioneer singer as she embarks on her upcoming Together Again tour and collaborates with her brother Randy to reunite their family band 40 years after their last performance. Janet Jackson Family First is described as the next chapter in Janet's journey in her own words and experience with an exclusive, intimate, and honest look at her life, family, and legendary artistry. The tour will commemorate her 50th year as an entertainer, plus the 25th anniversary of The Velvet Robe and the 30th anniversary of Janet. The documentary is currently filming, so the release date has yet to be determined. The network also announced the arrival of Project from TLC and Keisha Cole. T- TLC Forever, not to be confused with the VH1 biopic Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC story will chronicle the revolutionary group's dynamic and influence as surviving members T-Boz and Chili tell their story in their own words. The two-hour documentary will simulcast on Lifetime and A&E on Saturday, June 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern. Meanwhile, Keisha Cole is set to star in her own biopic, Keisha Cole: This Is My Story. This marks the R&B-Songberg acting debut, and as part of Lifetime Black Music Month celebration, the film will follow the Grammy nominee... Early days in Oakland and her rise of becoming a music and television star, her late mother Frankie Loins will be played by Debbie Morgan. The film will feature a new song from Cole titled Forever is a Thing, Warren Campbell composed the original score. The biopic will debut on Saturday, June 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Gary Glitter, full from Grace, will display on a new Netflix documentary series following his release from prison. The 79-year-old pop star, whose real name is Paul Gadd, reportedly had left A-M-P, HMP, sorry, the Verne, a low-security jail in Portland, Dorset, last month after serving half of his. 16-year sentence for sexually abusing three schoolgirls, and now it's been revealed that his life and downfall is to be chronicled in a new show for the streaming giant. Hunting Gary Glitter is announced to be a three-part series featuring previous unseen photographs and archive footage as well as interviews with journalists who spent years trying to track him down and bring him to justice. It's being made by Voltage, the production company behind ITV documentary Saval, Portrait of a Predator, as well as an upcoming film about Prince Andrew and his doomed interview on BBC show uh, Newsnight, in which he was questioned about his friendship with convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. The Times newspaper has also reported there are more Gary Glitter documentaries in production for both ITV and Amazon Prime Video. Billy Porter is planning to strike a new pose this spring, but he wants his fans to manage their expectations accordingly. The Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award-winning multi-hyphenated announced Thursday he will embark on his very first national tour this spring. However, it won't contain any of the high-flying, attention-grabbing, razzle-dazzle that his pop music contemporaries depend on. This is what... uh, Billy Porter said. He said, quote, folks are coming to the show with an expectation that I'm giving you major production elements, but I don't have any hits in the music business. I'm starting out. I'm virtually starting over again. Now, if that I have any problem with that at all, but I'm looking forward to gaining my reputation as a recording artist in this business. So please, don't come expecting that you're going to get a show from a multi-platinum artist because I'm not a multi-platinum artist. Yet, that's what we're working on. Now, tickets for the Black Mona Lisa Value one, 1 Tour will take its title from the artist's forthcoming album, which goes on sale on March 10. The six-week joint is scheduled in 25 cities across the country, kicking off on April 29 at Seattle's Paramount Theater before headlining New York City's Beacon Theater on May thirty first. Porter will trek through other major stops, including Los Angeles, Dallas, Detroit, Chicago, and his hometown of Pittsburgh. Porter will be backed by a full man equipped with lights and video elements for a 90-minute event where he says he will tell his life story through song. The vocal powerhouse will sing his signature tunes such as Love is on the Way and Love Yourself. He also treats fans to some beloved Broadway faves and gives a nod to Pose, the groundbreaking NYC set LGBTQ plus series that made him a household name in recent years. Fans will also have the opportunity to hear what else the ex-Kiki Booth star has been cooking up in the studio. Uh, his newest single, Baby Was a Dancer, is set to be released via Republic Records on March 24th. Kirk Franklin has ranked number one on the Billboard Gospel Songwriting Chart for an unprecedented 100 weeks. This milestone had made him the first artist to spend 100 weeks on any songwriter's chart since Billboard launched its Hot 100 Songwriters and Hot 100 Producer Chart in June of 2019. Franklin reached his feet with the help of Maverick City Music and three tracks, Fear Is Not My Future, Kingdom, and Bless Me, consuming the Hot Gospel Songs Chart. The Gospel Pioneer is also credited as a recording. Recording artist and producer of the record. Across other gospel charts, the 53 year old holds the record for the most number one on the Hot Gospel songs and has the second most top five hits, 15 in total. He also has 20 top tens and 36 overall entries in the chart's 18th year history. Franklin is tied with former God Property member Tamila Mann, for, uh, Tamila Mann uh, for most number ones on the Gospel Airplay chart, but holds the record for most career entries at 25. Album-wise, the acclaimed film producer has also garnered 13 number one albums in the top Gospel album chart, the most from any artist since he first peaked number one in December of 1993 with Kirk Franklin and the family. R.B. and Miguel recently chat with Brooke Reese of Apple Music The Chart Show about the resurgence of his 2010 romantic hit "Sure Thing" and how it has become a trending sound on TikTok. The speed up version of the song not only found its way back on Billboard's Hot 100 chart, but also on the on an EP. Uh, which Miguel was absolutely happy about. The 37-year-old also expressed excitement for news fans, discovering him as an artist on the app. The Grammy-winning artist debuted uh, in 2010 with All I Want Is You and since then has gone on to release four studio albums. War and Leisure was his last album released in 2017. Miguel Assure fan that he has new Explosive music coming And that he looks forward to seeing how Those fans take to the music As it evolves Through through time Right now we have 14 minutes left Remaining in the show I'm going to go ahead and take Another music break And uh, I'll be back with the last remaining Stories of the day so don't you go Anywhere (laughs) is from my girl Callie Yuchi's in Moonlight. That was new music from her and get ready to check her out. She's going to be touring this uh summer as well, this spring, I should say. So uh ch- check out uh Ticketmaster to see where she's going to be uh performing next. Um and speaking of uh, tours, uh, the, the summer is going to get a few degrees hotter in July when the high school reunion tour kicks off. Snoop Dogg, Too Short, Wiz Khalifa, and more will be hitting the road as part of the tour's feature acts. Live Nation announced the tour on Monday, revealing the aforementioned talent, plus Warren G., Burner and DJ Drama, the 33-show tour, begins on uh, July 7th in Vancouver, British Columbia, Columbia, and then they make stops in Washington, Denver, Toronto, and Brooklyn before concluding in uh, Irving, California, on um, August 27th, Irvine, California. Um, tickets uh, went on sale this past Tuesday, March 7th, for artist-specific and city pre The general public can purchase tickets today. Friday, March 10th, via Ticketmaster. The city of Glendale, Arizona, will be giving a new name in Taylor Swift honor to celebrate the launch of her U.S. tour. The singer is due to begin the Eras tour at Glendale State Farm Stadium with a pair of shows on March 17th and March 18th before heading to Las Vegas on March 24th. And officials have decided to celebrate Taylor by temporarily changing the city's name. Glendale Mayor Jerry Wires is. Um, Expected to announce the city's new name on March 13 and will remain in effect across March 17 and 18, the days Taylor is performing in Glendale. Now, reports suggest that the City Westgate Entertainment District Shopping Center will also display welcome messages to the singer and restaurants around town, and they will change their menus to offer meals inspired by Taylor. The Shake It All star previews announced Glendale as a to, uh, first stop of her tour when she confirmed the dates last year. In a tweet launching the tour, she wrote, I'm enha- enchanted to announce my next tour. Taylor Swift, the era tour, a journey through the musical eras of my career, past, present. The first leg of the tour will be in stadiums across the U.S. with the international dates to be announced as soon as we can. She later added eight more shows to the U.S. tour, bringing the total number of stops to 35. Miley Cyrus' new album, Endless Summer Vacation, is finally available to stream. In a press release, the 30-year-old pop superstar described her eighth studio album as her love letter to Los Angeles. The Flower Hitmaker recorded Endless Summer Vacation in Los Angeles with co-producer Kid Harpoon, Greg Kirsten, Mike uh, Will Made It, and Taylor Johnson. uh, Moreover, she's also said in her statement that the album is a reflection of the strength she found in focusing on both her physical and mental well-being. Endless Summer Vacation is a 12-track total, including Lee's single, Flowers, which became a worldwide smash upon its January release, topping the Billboard Hot 100 and both Billboard Global Charts for six consecutive weeks and becoming, uh, inarguably, the biggest hits of Miley's career. In addition to Flowers, the Full Lane also contains second singles River, as well as collaboration with Brandy Carlile for Th- Thousand Miles and uh, Sia for Muddy Feet, and additional tracks like Jaded, ha- Handstand, Violet, uh, Violet Chemistry, and Wonder Woman. And August Alsina, new music is coming sooner than later, making use of social media. The former Def Jam recording artist announced that his upcoming album will arrive this week. Taken to Instagram on Wednesday, the 30-year-old shared the cover art of the project. He captioned it saying, quote, myself, the album drops March 10, 23, swipe left, pre-order link in bio. The announcement arrived after he shut down a report suggesting he laughed at Chris Rock's Netflix special. A source previously told The Post that August watched the Netflix special and he laughed. He thought it was not only funny but truthful. That was the best part for him. However, a representative for August told Entertainment Tonight that the, that the report was untrue. Mr. Alcina has not seen Chris Rock's special at all and he's been busy on tour. That's what the, the, the rep declared. Jennifer Lopez has declared declared her new album, This Is Me Now, is coming out this summer. The pop star and actress is expected to release her first studio effort in almost a decade in a matter of months. My upcoming album, This Is Me Now, is coming out this summer. This is what she wrote, she said, um, you heard it here first, I'm super excited. Uh, this was she was, was speaking at uh, Spotify Stream On event on Wednesday. Jennifer has recorded songs about her rekindled romance with Ben Affleck for her new LP, The Jenny from the Block Star. People explained that This Is Me Now is a sequel to her 2002 album, This Is Me Then, and she poured her love for the Hollywood actor into her music after they got back together. Jennifer was previously engaged to Ben, but they split in 2004 before they could exchange vows before getting back together in 2021 and finally walking down the aisle last summer. The singer admitted it was tough showing her vulnerable side in her new songs, but she is glad she was open and honest. Her previous album, This Is Me Then, was about her previous relationship with Ben, and Jennifer admitted he is a huge fan of the record. She said that uh she she added that he Ben Affleck loved the album. He loved the music from the album. He knows all the words. It's just crazy. She said he was also with her uh while she was creating it. Lady Gaga will not be performing at the 2023 Academy Awards, despite being nominated in the Best Song category. Oscar showrunner Glenn Weiss has confirmed that the Grammy Award-winning artist has turned down a chance to perform at the upcoming show for an understandable reason. Weiss, who executive produced this year's Oscar, along with Ricky Kirshner, said that they intended uh, they extended no they intended invites to all five nominees, including. Um, well, however, you know, Gaga is currently too busy filming her upcoming movie, Joker Folly, A Deuce. Uh, the Best Song nomination for Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick marks Gaga's fourth Oscar nomination. She has won one in 2019 for Best Original Song for Shallow from A Star is Born. That year, she was also nominated for Best Actress, but lost it to Olivia uh, Coleman for her role in The Favourite. Besides Gaga, other four best song nominees this year, including Rihanna, are set to perform at the 2023 Oscars. Lenny Kravitz, meanwhile, is tapped to lead the in the memorandum, memorandum tribute. Uh, Jimmy Kimball is set to host the show, which will air live from the Dolby Theatre in Los Angeles on Sunday, March 12. And speaking of Rihanna, um, she made sure that her fans feel seen. And the umbrella hitmaker sent a bouquet of flowers to several older women who recreated her Super Bowl halftime show performance in a non-viral, in a now-viral TikTok video. Traveling Rihanna's sweet jester was Arcadia senior living in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Someone who runs its Facebook account shared pictures of a bouquet of white roses sitting pretty on the piano. Rihanna also left a note on the arrangement saying, quote, You ladies dance was amazing, unquote. And the said Top Several women could be seen dressing in white as they resembled Rihanna's backup dancers at the big game. They were lining up and moving and and they moved one by one to the side before revealing 87-year-old resident Dora Martin who played Rihanna. Shaka Khan is backtracking on her comments on the Rolling Stone Greatest Singers list and apologizing. The legendary singer had issued an apology for her shady comments towards several artists, including Adele, Mariah Carey, and Mary J. Bly. The 69-year-old singer took to Instagram on Sunday to respond to the backlash she faced following her appearance on Los Angeles Magazine, the original podcast last week, where she did several other artists who were ranked higher than her on Rolling Stone's 200 Greatest Singers of All Time list. For the record, Shaka came in at number 29, well ahead of other legendary singers like Diana Ross, who was number 87, Janis Joplin, uh, Joplin at number 78, Tina Turner at number 55, and Mick Jagger at number 52. However, when she was a form of the ranking of several other artists by podcast host Andrew Goldman, she didn't hold back with her criticism. Upon learning that Mariah landed at number five, Chaka was left in disbelief. And when it it came to Adele placing in the 22nd spot, she said, quote, okay, I quit. Chaka also had some parting shots for Rolling Stone editors when she informed Mary Landed four spots ahead of her At number 25 and, and and Chaka said that they were blind She said they must be hearing aid They must be children of Helen Keller She went in She went in Okay <laughs> Right now we got a One minute left Remaining in the show I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in this Friday afternoon to my Friday edition of That's Entertainment. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Don Gibbs. Make sure you stay safe. Make sure you have a great weekend, and don't forget to change your clocks one hour forward this Sunday at 2 a.m. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.